different perspectives. I don't know. I wanted her to do something a little more lively. But a shared experience. Think it's a little bit too real for y'all. Who do you want your kids to be? What type of life do you want them to live? Black Around Table. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Black Girl Roundtable. My name is Dana. I'm Jelena. And I'm Asha. And we are tired, so I don't got no creativity for y'all in the intro today. Sorry, not sorry. Sorry, y'all. It, it's going to happen. Don't see. This is why y'all get too comfortable. Y'all be comfortable <laughs> laying back. I got to keep you on your toes. This is this is it. Ooh. How <laughs> y'all doing this week? Us, as we are. Woo, child. Good. I got my tail feezy in the mm. mail. Finally. Do these bum bitches real breezy. Breezy. Ew. Um, got some things hopefully in the works with, you know, job stuff and all that kind of craziness. Hey. Um, but you know, one day at a time, one day at a time. Yeah. I Jay? Will second, I will second that. It's one day at a time. That's a fact. No comment. <laughs> it's one of those yeah. weeks. Literally. <laughs> I just, yeah. Yeah. Like, all right. Brief pause. That's my food. Oh, well. Okay. Well. With that intro short and sweet, let's go ahead and dig right into our what's trending segment for this episode. Mm. All right, what do we start with? What do we start with? Do we start high or do we start low? Let's start low and go. Let's start low and go. Let's build y'all up. Let's build up your self confidence. Okay, so first topic, not really something that we're going to delve into because I think this requires a level of emotional energy and political intelligence that we do not have right now not just um, yet. yeah i'm not quite there but we definitely do want to acknowledge um the news that is developing in the ukraine um time of recording for this podcast is february 24th so a lot of these developments are literally you know hot off the presses for us today but a lot of love and support to the people the innocent people um of their ukraine who have nothing to do with this and that we're just kind of a victim to political circumstances and, and geographic location at this time. Um, and whatever the developments are at the time of releasing, um, we hope that you guys just kind of support the innocent people in you know their efforts to just have peaceful existences. Yeah. All right. So on to some also not so great news. Let's talk about this fuck-ass United States federal government. We certainly don't, or in state government. We certainly don't have emotional energy for them right now, but they continue to force us to use it. So let's go ahead and clear some some motherfuckers. Um, for, it's always Florida and it's always Texas. So in short, we'll definitely post some resources and some links um, for you guys in the show notes um, for this episode. The state government for Florida and Texas have been uh, propagating a lot of anti-Black, anti-LGBTQ legislation over the past several months. This is not necessarily new information because the the increase in anti-LGBTQ and anti-Black legislation has steadily increased between 2019 all the way to this year. Um, But we're kind of coming to a very significant turning point or head, if you will, in that legislation with the state of Florida passing legislation such as their quote unquote, don't say gay bill, which would require um, parents 
of students who come out as any member of the queer community to report it to the parents within a several months or risk losing their jobs. We also have legislation to ban critical race theory in classroom settings from the kindergarten setting all the way to the collegiate setting. And most recently with Texas um, having legislation that would criminalize parents allowing their students to medically or their children to medically transition um, if they were trans. So a lot of shit to unpack here, a lot of fuck yous to dish out. Who would like to go first? And like, Senator, Senator Abbott, what the fuck do you think you're doing? Like, what do you, what do you actually think you're doing? Is that, he lost the Senator, right, Abbott? He's a Senator or is he the governor? The old girl, the hell of I Let's look it up. I'm about to Google it for you. Governor of Texas. Nope, you're right. He's Abbott is the governor. Yep, he's governor. Sorry, not senator, but governor. Um, yeah, I want y'all to leave um trans kids alone. Um, let them be kids. Let them be the trans kids that they are. They have that has nothing, you know, to do with you let these children be who they are they know who they are that's why they've told their parents and that's why their parents have supported them but to call a child being openly themselves or learning who they are child abuse and trying to make that law as into like punish their parents for accepting who their children are you know what it's really child abuse i'll tell you what's child abuse Child abuse is when your your kid tells you that they are gay or that they are trans. You beat them and you tell them that they are not who they are. And then you lie to people and be like, oh, no, they're just this or just that. Child abuse is when your child acts a certain way that you don't like. And then you beat them to act the way that you want them to. Child abuse is kicking your teenager out the house because they've expressed to you that they are something that you or none of your family supposedly is. Child abuse is um, you not sticking up for your children when they are being bullied by their family members and by their by their peers, by their teachers, by people at the grocery store. That's child abuse. Supporting your child and them being who they are is not child abuse. Okay. But it's always funny to me that it's always the states that are pro-life, but you're literally willing to put because let, let's. Can, you know, case and scenario, the kid isn't out to their parents and now you done, they thought they had a safe place and now you done outed them. You don't know where they're about to go home to. So it's just like, what, where is the disconnect and where is the logic behind all of this? Like, again, I thought church and state were supposed to be separated because at this point, your only logical quotes around logical reasoning is it's against our morals your morals do not fucking matter in this in this instance like it's beyond me i just i don't know if it's just like getting older and having a better perception of reality or if shit really just seems like it keeps getting worse and worse but it just gets harder and harder to live in america every fucking day mm-hmm. it gets it's just it gets progressively worse every fucking day and my heart just breaks for children and especially for like parents as well of our generation because I think it we're we're starting to get to a point we definitely have a long way to go 
But we're getting to a point where I feel like parents are, are finally willing to at least, you know, start the process of listening and supporting kids a, a lot more than it has been in the past. And so the more that you guys criminalize this and we kind of normalize things so these kids can just exist in peace, you know, the more that this type of legislation passes, it just gets harder and harder. And, you know, different experience, different type of, you know, intersectional or marginalized identity. But, you know, also thinking about the legislation against, you know, critical race theory in Florida. And I think it's what Indiana where students can opt out of Black History Month. Like, what are we doing? What are we doing? Who do you want your kids to be? What type of life do you want them to live? Okay. And even if we do learn about Black history and all those things, do you really think it's going to make your kids feel guilty? Because y'all learned about Black history and clearly you feel no remorse about anything that has happened to Black people in this country. Clearly the education was not enough. And so if you're really as right as you think you are about, you know, queer rights, about Black rights, Black history, LGBTQIA history, you know, whatever we're trying to learn about or push for social change in, if you really as right you think you are, then you wouldn't have to be doing all this extra shit to get your ideals and your morals to to stick. It's because you know you're wrong mm -hmm. and that you don't have morals. Period. And I think a lot of y'all, you know, we argue with these white folks about what critical race theory is and blah, blah, blah. I feel like they know very, they, they know, <laughs> they know what critical race theory is and that's what frightens them because they know, oh, a lot of those pictures that you see of the civil rights movement of like, parents and teenagers snarling at like black kids or whatever you know a lot of those are y'all's grandparents and are and a lot of those are your are your parents yep and a lot of those businesses you still patron patronize today um or has helped help your communities be built up while you all tore ours down so i think it's a little bit too real for y'all and y'all know that and that's it it's also just a lot of, I don't want to give, mm, I'm not trying to be, you know, particular or like sugarcoat my words, but I want to be very intentional about how I say this. Mm -hmm. Younger allies in any type of, you know, group that supports a marginalized group oftentimes will try to villainize individuals or situations or even states in order to separate themselves from having to support um, or like actively address problems in their community and, and push for real change. And so in instances like Breonna Taylor and George Floyd, I'm not saying that the protest and the organizing there was not important because it was. But the reason why we saw so much support in situations like that from quote unquote allies is because you can villainize an individual instead of looking inward to really to, to really criticize what you have done and what you have supported. And heteronormative, heterosexual, you know, cisgender presenting people often do that with the LGBTQ community as well. And so I just really want people to look and to think about how your allyship is disassociative because if you are not as loud about this as you were about George Floyd and Breonna Taylor 
you're doing it wrong. I should see just as many black squares. I should see just as many protests and marches and, and bumper stickers and whatever else about this than I do about, as I do about individuals, because this does affect the people that you claim to care so much about. Did I like, did that make sense? No, that makes perfect yeah, no, it makes perfect sense because yes, it's like, it's easy to root for, not easy. I will say that it is easier to root for, like you said, for uh, George Floyd and, Floyd and his family, for Breonna Taylor and their family, Trayvon Martin, these isolated events where it is very clear to everyone, right, um, that they were wrong. And you, But you can be like, oh, this is just this one thing and this one cop or this one thing was wrong with me, this is one county. There's this, like, there's like this one police uh, station or like, you know, this one sector. Ugh, we just need to fix this one thing when it's like, no, 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 no. We know that it's a whole thing. And for you to be like, oh, well, well, maybe they shouldn't teach critical race theory. Or if you're just, if you're just silent on the whole thing, it's like, no, no, no. Because these are, this affects the people that you work with, that you live with. That, that live in your neighborhoods or even if they don't live in your neighborhoods live in ones close close to you the people that you see on a daily basis those are the lives that are actually affected by these things and, and let me remind y'all something critical race theory is not taught in most schools it is a curriculum that can be taught in schools and should be taught in schools but it's not really taught in a lot of schools again a lot of y'all are stupid so it should be taught in schools and critical race theory is, isn't making kids racist or it's, oh, it's going to make the white kids sad. Do you know what made me sad for years? Not seeing my history in books. That's the whole reason we have Black History Month because you all tried your best to hide our history. And we oh. went to a, so Jelena and I went to a high school where they attempted to integrate some critical race theory into the curriculum. Same. It was not taught well at all and it was and so, a black person at that you, uh, sh- sh- that's a whole another reason. listen and so because it's there's also the element of like yes you can implement it but then you also have to teach it well and the ability to teach it well t- to in a way that people retain it takes time it takes years and so you do need to start that education early i wish you guys start i wish we would start teaching children about race and differences and how to properly address them from an early age no i'm with the both of you on that and i'm trying to think asha has something where i was just like i really don't understand when people are like like this makes my kids sad okay let them be sad let them feel guilty like and let's hope that they feel this guilt and let's not repeat history the second thing is always do you do you think that this is never going to come up later in their life like in commerce like okay they can learn in school great whatever they go to college they meet someone anybody it's going to come up and they have the internet at their fingertips so wouldn't you rather them learn it from someone who like i don't know that's i guess that's logic and they lack that oh sorry i don't know it's just none of this makes sense in in the grand scheme of things because in all honesty if you think of most high school i would say high school america history classes they gloss over a lot of the things they probably should talk more in depth about yes and you spend 
six months on World War II. Listen, they ain't never going to give you more than two sentences about Nat Turner. If you even learn about I it. I never learned about Nat Turner. I'm going to say, I never learned about that in, in school. So. I re- we, they, it was, there was a three-sentence paragraph in our slavery textbook in high school about Nat Turner. And it was like, he led a slave revolt that was mildly successful, but they stopped it. And they went back to being slaves. And so when the movie came out, I said, I remember when we hit that shit. And I was just like, mm, mm. no, like, he was marking I... the shit out of y'all. Yeah, but I don't think I actually really learned. I'm not going to say, yeah, I'm not going to lie. Like really learned African-American history until we went to college. College. And I was like, oh, because I took world history and then I took African-American history. And I was like, oh, I feel like I failed because why did I not know this until I was 20? They don't teach you <laughs> that the richest this? man to ever walk this earth was a black man. They don't teach you that the first person to make contact from the Eastern hemisphere of the globe to the Western hemisphere to the Americas is most like more likely than not evidence supports is a black man, Mansamunza's brother. Like, it's just the things that you learn in one semester. And this is why I'm such a huge advocate for HBCU education. Um, The things that you learn in just a semester just really undo years of miseducation. And my world history professor was white. And he was always be like, yeah, we need to be out here doing this. And we need to be out here doing that. And they they trying to put a kibosh on the black community. And there's just... There's community buy-in to propelling the culture forward. And and it's something that you cannot put a price on and something that all the resources in the world, all the money and the technology in the world will never make up for. Mm-hmm. But I, I remember my point now when Asha was talking about the allies. Okay, here we go. So for the white and non-black allies, if you are only thinking of a situation as in villainizing one person or one section or one city or whatever you still have missed the point because it's not just Mm. like oh this one cop did wrong no just because this was one incident this is one incident of i don't even want to know how many at this point so it's just like you're still missing the point like yes we could be mad at Derek chauvin and whomever else we should be but the, the issue is still the system and police reform and all of those things so it's just like if you're still focusing on just this one thing i'm gonna need you to go back to the drawing board because you still missed the big picture well in conclusion fuck every texas politician that is doing any of this shit fuck ron desantis at a micro or macro level ron desantis pull pull the fuck up okay Mm -hmm. It's not going to save you. What? I'm going to tell y'all I'm conservative. What does that mean? Like, why? Conservative about what? What are you conserving? (laughs) I'm about to ask. Next time I meet a Republican, what are you conserving? No, for real, for real. Like, what what is it? Like, what are you trying to protect? What are you, like, what? Because if somebody asks me, Dana, what are you liberal about? Government resources being spent on public service programming and minority people. Liberal about the freedoms and the choices that people get to make without government interference. 
What are you conserving? Slavery. Oppression. Government shouldn't, it should be a free. If you still if you still believe that lie that we should all just get it on our own too, and the government should not be involved in our affairs and blah 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 blah. If that's the case, why do we have a government? Stop paying then stop taking taxes on my check. Exactly. Don't you, get it on your get it on your own federal government. Right? Stop taking my money. Pull yourself up from your fucking bootstraps. Right. Yes, a trillion dollars in debt. Fix it. This should be up to the states and broke ass government told me what to do. I may got debt, but I don't got trillions. I don't got trillions. You okay. figure it out. You figure out how to pay your student loans. You how literally have centuries on me in age, and you ain't paid your shit yet. And privilege, centuries on age and privilege. Okay. Leave me alone. I, every time I think about this, I'm broke trillion dollars of debt. <laughs> and I just be like, we have made, like the construct of money is something we made. So if you really wanted this to disappear, like you could just make it disappear. Technically. You know how I feel about world debt. <laughs> We're the world. Who do, Who we, do owe? we owe? Who do we owe? Who do we owe? <laughs> We're the worlds. Because it's not like, and it's not like, because we in debt. And China in debt. In debt to who? Because if to we in who? debt to each other, can't don't you know? Don't, don't just they, cancel it out. Don't a negative plus a negative <laughs> equals <laughs> positive. Like just, the, the math. The math, math is math not mathing. Math it's not mathing. It's like you owe us, and they owe you, and you owe you. It, it just, everybody, let's just something. let's just call it even. Men Thanks. are so fucking stupid. Men are so fucking stupid. Because, like, what? Because, no, I really, I'm about to, after this, I'm really about to, who does the United States owe money to? But then, who does we it go the people that to? we owe money to? They owe money to us yeah. and to everybody else. I just, I just don't. If we owe money to the World Bank. Who oversees the, the World people Bank? And, and as bad, oh yeah, okay, hold up. Anyhow, the only people who ever actually paid their debt, unfortunately, was Germany after World War II. And it was like, y'all owe us, the world, a lot of money for this shit that y'all done called. And they was like, all right, we'll pay it back eventually. I don't even know if they ever paid it all the way back. But this don't Haiti, make no sense. they paid all that money. They shouldn't have paid them. Mm-hmm. They, they shouldn't have paid. But they said that they owed them and they paid them. Then they paid I, them. I've been like, you can kiss my ass. What do you mean I owe you? See, you stole us. That's, that's, see, that, that's, that's the one thing I will say about women. America. Britain tried that shit and we was like, Get the fuck out of here with all Okay. (laughs) Okay. We'll die. We will we will die before we give you this money back. (laughs) 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 We will burn to the ground before we give you all any of this back. Get the fuck Mm -hmm. out of here with all of that shit. Yo, I'm screaming. And again, I'm not saying that women wasn't involved, but you can't tell me that that shit ain't some shit that a man made up. Right, dead country, dead world, dead. Y'all are so fucking annoying. Like, it just and it go so up mad. every day. And I'm just okay. like, where is Not where is the money coming from, and where is it if going? Everybody is broke. And like, why we owe all them people that money? And you talking about world debt? It's like also look at like how currencies are developed. Like, so like a dollar is more information. Why do I know this? A dollar is like a percentage of a gold bar. And so like people used to just be like handing each other fucking gold, like just because in the streets. And they was like, this is worth a lot. And so like 
coins and like dollars and cents and stuff are like percentages or like portions of gold. And so when they talk about like the exchange rate, like that's how much of like gold you got in this dollar bill. Yeah, that's why if you want to buy like a piece of gold, it's so expensive. expensive. Because it's literally all of our money is based off of yes yeah how much i guess how much gold is in whatever reserve and whatever fort somewhere in the but you can't even do shit with gold it's not even useful you can't cut it's not like we do like it's not steel like if all our money was based off of steel at least i'd be like all right fuck some shit up with some steel yeah i I just these niggas really like this is shiny we're gonna build our whole system off of this for, for eons. Whole economy. I was just like, why didn't like the world evolve and then that didn't? Like, this what? is why women need rights. This is why black women needs rights. Because if a black woman had been anywhere in the vicinity of that, she would have been like, shut the fuck up. This is some stupid shit if I ever heard them. We're going to trade these chickens and this corn and you want to like it shut the fuck up baby. that's what actually matters in this goddamn world shut you up, like, up, I, maybe we need to bring in an economist i think that's what they call them on the show one day because yes. i really need someone to explain to me thank you how the to- value of a dollar changes because when i still if i owe you a dollar if i go to the store and they say it is one dollar they're expecting one dollar, but you're telling me my dollar is like not the like not a dollar in reality. Like what? What? Any black girl economist out there, black femme economist who would like to come on the show, please, please, and explain please. it to me like I'm five. Because my eyes are crossed. Okay. And also, please explain or or don't. Just maybe justify how I feel about NFTs. I don't know what those what are. What is that? I don't know what it's those not are. real. It's not real. It's a more way for them to to launder money and make make themselves seem more richer when in reality you ain't got shit. Oh, it's like crypto. Worse. Oh, Mm-mm. it's like I'm going to spend my money to create this thing, and so I paid someone or myself for this thing. And because I paid money for it, it now has value. So like this audience, y'all can't see me. I have this bottle of lotion in my hand. Jelena has paid me $80,000 for this bottle of lotion. Ain't no lotion in here, it's empty, I have to throw it away. This bottle of lotion is now worth $80,000 because she paid me $80,000 for it. So now Asha buys this bottle of lotion from Jelena for a hundred thousand dollars. This bottle of lotion is now worth a hundred thousand dollars because she paid for it. When in reality, it's not worth shit because it's a fucking empty bottle of fucking lotion. Oh. Okay. No, I'm but it's it. like electronic. So that's I'm how they get it. you. It's that, but on the internet. Nah, that it's made- okay. That made, uh, it made sense, but it didn't make sense. It made me like, okay, I'm still even more confused because why are y'all niggas doing this? Yeah, like, it makes sense, like, explanation. It don't make sense, and the reasoning we have this, but okay. Why are you doing this? And it's not worth $100,000 because you paid that much money for it. That's not how that works. You're just stupid. That also sounds like insider trading. I don't know, in some way, some shape, form, that sounds very illegal. It's It's money money laundering. So right. now, so now Asha, so now Jelena, so now if we were to do that in that sequence, I have $80,000 and 
Jelena mm-hmm. has a hundred thousand dollars and Asha has something that she can sell or put as an asset that is worth a hundred thousand dollars, but it's a fucking bottle of stupid. What? So I just, I got on, on the interwebs and somebody explained this whole Ukraine and Russia thing in terms that I could really understand. Okay. Screaming. All right, so let's go ahead and move on to talk a little bit about the Super Bowl, the Bowl of Supers, where they played the football. So nobody cares about sports, the Super Bowl, or, you know, athleticism. I mean, we, people care, it's not us. I um, care a little bit. My man got his first Super Bowl ring. Who's your man? OBJ. Odell Who is that? Beckham. Odell Beckham Jr., even oh, though he no. had a baby on me. It's fine. You need to let that go. It's fine. <laughs> I'm happy for him. Oh, now, if Michael B. Jordan have a baby with me, I'm going to be distraught. Distraught. If John Boyega ever talk about, I have, I'm having a baby. I'm taking off work. I'm telling you. I'm like every time I say it, I literally every time somebody reposts a picture of him and Lori Harvey or something, I really be sick to my stomach. Like, why I'm are you doing for this? And what's his face to make an announcement? And I should be like, my phone is off for the rest of the month. <laughs> We're going to be like, I should take it a sabbatical from the podcast. <laughs> Look, if we ever say that, y'all know why. Listen. I will literally be sick to my... Oh, my God. I'm sick okay. Don't it just make you so sad to think about it? And, like, why do I care so much? That's so irrational. Like, what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> like, I'm just thinking about it. I'm, like, I'm about to cry. It's just angry. It's okay. I feel like everybody... Maybe not forever, but at one point had a crush on somebody. Some celebrity. It was like... If this happened or something happened to them, I'm going to be done. I know we don't like him now. And I'm so glad that we were released from the shackles of this. But like the way I used to get upset about Christopher Maurice Brown. (laughs) It was like at fifth grade, I should not have had so much like anger in my heart for them video vixens like erica mena and the yo excuse me miss music video that's probably why i didn't like her ass on love and hip-hop because as soon as she popped up on the screen i said i know this fucking bitch we have beef you know like this is actually very very irrational because like i don't know that man i mean i don't know me but it's like even like so even when people that i know be posting him i'd be like Stop that. Why the fuck are you posting my man? Like, I'm mad be when people said If I go on John's page and I see people I know, it'd be like so-and-so and others liking your pictures. I'd be like, why the fuck are you liking his pictures? Or if I get mad when people be like trying to slice them up and I'm like, get out the... Co- why are you encouraging this? Like, John was on some boat with somewhere with some girls and it was somebody i knew liked this picture i said so you're supporting him yeah exactly stepping so out want, on a relationship so you want to like this fluke of a relationship what? fine stop supporting him he is out on the coast of uh cape town south africa on a boat or wherever he is without me we and, a fedora and a flower shirt and you over here encouraging this shit we were supposed to destroy his career and he's supposed to be single forever because if he get a girlfriend we're not gonna support his movies no more he's supposed to whisk me away like, and then I'm gonna swoop in and be like, y'all stop. Right. And then he'll have an amazing comeback and thank me when he wins his Academy Award. Exactly. And it's the way that Snowfall is back on television. So I'm just like, yes. They gotta catch up. Like, but just, anyway. That man is so damn. Oh my God. 
think it's still damn fun and charismatic. Oh my god, but he's oh god. Ashley, you are already living better than the rest of us. You touched Kofi Sirabo, so get out of here. Right, get out. Uh yeah, Kofi Sirabo touched me, first of all. Um, but that's even better. Was we supposed to feel right. bad for you? Exactly. Like the hell? Get all, get no, out of here. Just, get, get I would just say like I just went, like cause he was like, eh, and then so his tongue was like right by my face. Oh, yeah. I wanted to be like, yes, yes, yes. You're winning at life. But and you know, actually I actually saw Damson Idris the same day. I saw both of them the same day. And you're and you lived. I hope y'all day. enjoyed having Asha on the podcast because it was her last time talking because she wants to rub it in. <laughs> 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 I hope you'll enjoy her. No, I really should. And you know what? I really missed my opportunity with Damson Idris. Like, I was like, I wanted to go up and talk to him, but like, that was my first time knowing who he was. And I was like, really shy. Like, oh, he's cute. And I was like, but I, I was really shy. I'm like, I'm not nobody. He don't want, want to talk to me. He wasn't nobody. Shit. <laughs> that was the perfect time. So I was like, no, nah, no, it's okay. Girl, listen. Raheem better be counting. Raheem better be counting his blessings because <laughs> cheating. Maybe I should have went out to the club. Look, if, if I came home and said I cheated I on you and you asked me who it joke. is and it's a celebrity, you cannot say anything. No. Like what? I'm gonna come home and sit down on the couch and like tell you about it like we gabbing. Like, like, you. I said yes, and then he flipped me over like this, and then he was like, "What?" And I was like, mm. <laughs> "Like what? What are you going to say? And what are you going to do?" I'm telling you every little bit. Yeah, girl, no, you ain't use a condom. I'm trying to have that oof. Like I'm telling it all. Back in um, 2017, yes, I went to the first. I went to the first screening of Snowfall, so I saw the first episode before, like, girl, that the was time. See and now, so, man, you could have did it. Um, it was him and John Singleton and some other uh, and some other members of the cast, and uh, like the cop was there, like the white cop was there, and like mm-hmm. you know, it was just and you know and that's when I first I like people like oh he's British I been knew he was British so yeah, but um I honestly like his real voice better than his voice on Snowfall. So. I agree. <laughs> Me too. But so I that's like first time I actually like saw him and I was like kind of I was like kind of shy I was like. Well, should I say something to him? But he seems like he's like busy. So and you know he's new. So he might not. I you know I was just like eh, I'll just you know I'll just wait. Right? Nope. That was not smart. Um, I met John Singleton though. Very nice man. Rest in peace. Thank mm-hmm. you so much for the advice and the kind words. Uh, it stuck with me all these years. But yeah, and I was like. But where's your little friend there? That you, uh, <laughs> who is he? <laughs> John, my five eight short king. Just let me know. Let me know. He not gonna talk to you now because you call him short. I'll cut it out. Uh, I don't care. I don't care. I'm. I don't. My, I do not mind. Me neither, baby. I don't. Mind. <laughs> Get out of here, the both of you. <laughs> Yeah, 2017, I should have cheated on that nigga, man. I should have cheated on that nigga. You know what? That's not who I'm with now. And that's why I'm like, damn, I should have just cheated. Girl, but like, you know, it wasn't cheating. It was an upgrade. This is very true. Um, But anyway, side, side tangent, not one. Maybe, I don't know, three, four of the episode over. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> let's go ahead and transition to, to talk about the Super Bowl. 
So as we said, minus Jelena with her misguided love of Odell Beckham Jr. Um, didn't really care about the athletics, but we want to talk about probably, in my opinion, one of the best Super Bowl halftime shows of all time. And I do not say that lightly. Um, the halftime show with, um, unfortunately, Dr. Dre, but really I feel like he was a side character. Um, Mary J. Blige, 50 Cent, um, Snoop Dogg, and Eminem. Am I missing anybody? You said, okay, Kendrick, okay. Oh, and say- Kendrick Lamar, Kendrick. Kendrick Lamar, yeah, I was like, wait, hold on. Ah, forget Kung Fu King. The best part. Yes. Um, so... If you have not watched it, definitely make sure you hop on YouTube and check it out. We won't give you guys a full play-by-play. Let's just go ahead and talk about some of our favorite moments from the halftime show. Um, I feel like we have to start with the queen of all queens. Yes, we do. Miss Mary J. Blige. And her boots. Listen. And the boots. And the boots. I just, I was really excited and glad that she went out there and was peak Mary because she could have done a couple of selections that was a little bit more, you know, I don't want to say like white people friendly, but essentially, yeah, like a little more, you know, toned down. But she came out there and gave y'all hateration and holleration in this dancery. And no more I loved it. I like no more drama. I just, I don't know. I wanted her to do something a little more lively. Yeah. Cause it I just was, was like, why? Like you went from that to yeah. Like, I, it was just like, why? Like, one, one, or like, anything. No, really? no, like, even if you want to do like a, a slower song, but like something, like, speed it up a little bit. Like, I, I would have liked Real Love. <clears throat> that would have been, if I had to pick another one, I would have liked Real Love or Just Fine. Truth be told, I feel like they should have given her another song. I think they um, should have gave her another song too. I feel like hers was too short. Yeah. Dre had way too much time. Mary didn't have enough. And even though 50 Cent as a person gets on my nerves, 50 Cent has an amazing discography. I could have done another like I Get Money or Candy Shop from 50 Cent as well. But I didn't mind No More Drama just because she performed it so well. Like Mary does. And it's not like it's not like if, I don't know, I'm trying to think of somebody like Adele was singing No More Drama where she gonna stand and sing. She, no more it just, yeah, it just caught me off guard. the dramatic guard, part the that's ground. not the song. It? Like, she'd be shaking yes. her head It just like, caught me off guard because that wasn't the song I was expecting her to sing. Also, sing <laughs> and shout out to the wigologist because that wig yes, yes. That was ankle nowhere. everything. It was long and beautiful. It didn't look like it had a tangle in sight. Mary A. Mm-hmm. Yes. Ugh. her first Super Bowl she better do that yes which like why is this her first Super Bowl also I felt like Mary J Blige is one of those um performers that she could do a Super Bowl on her own and you know I agree and I wouldn't have thought about thought that until this performance but as soon as she was up there I was like oh her and Kendrick yeah. I mean but I, I want to say that they have to like they you don't get asked to play like they you pay to do this so that's probably why no they do ask you oh um they ask you but you don't get paid it's not like a gotcha like a gig it's just like do you want to come do the super bowl um like that year when fucking who was it It was somebody stupid it was like maroon five or some shit Mm -hmm. um when everybody was saying no because they asked rihanna jay-z 
um bunch of people like you know i said no to the super bowl you don't need me i need you don't i don't need justin timberlake no No. that was before yeah but no you're right they it was was maroon five it was maroon five yeah it was something justin timberlake if they was like justin timberlake doing a super bowl show i'd be like all right again no (laughs) we're talking about like no the year that they did what they did to colin everybody was saying no um, that was the year Maroon Five played, and so if Justin would have said yes, I would have been like, oh, "Okay, like fine." But it was, it was like, "Am I Maroon Five really?" Right. What y'all finna okay. do for, for this for this amount of time? All for right. fifteen? Would you for fifteen minutes? No, nothing right. was funnier than the one year when J Lo performed, and everybody was like, "She needs to go back to her country." Puerto Rico is part of America. America you <laughs> y'all now, dumb. That may also be an unpopular Super Bowl opinion. Shakira ate her up. Oh, Shakira yeah. ate her the fuck up. up. Okay. And J-Lo was good. She was she was better than I thought she was going to be. She it did made a little me, more. People see her in concert. I was like, oh. Yeah. I said, okay. But Shakira came out and said, I'm going to swing this rope and I'm going to shimmy dip and then I'm going to play the guitar and I'm going to come up and hit this little two-step and swing my hair and then J-Lo could go. Right. Nope. She did that. I didn't realize how much uh, Shakira's music I liked too until that. But yeah, uh, this this year's Super Bowl was everything. Shout out to Fifty Cent and his core strength because I don't know nobody, nobody who could be upside down, holding themselves up and rapping and not missing a beat. And and you know you did that when he, he did that when he was like what in his twenties his twenties early twenties fifty and so you know what sir you are a horrible horrible person but maybe it's the it's the nasty toxicity that keeps you young you and flowing fry. somehow also I didn't like the fact that y'all was body shaming fifty like again he I cannot I cannot stand fifty cent I cannot and so. In no way or shape or form is this defense of 50 Cent. However, I feel like there are much better things to criticize him for than his body. Hey, first of all, and it's yeah. not like 50 Cent is fat. That man is just no. solid. He just he's just solid and he's 50. Yeah, like, I know y'all watch Power. He ain't fat. No. <laughs> right. And if he wasn't so terrible, like, 50 the type of, you know, older man who would, like, make a pass at you and I'd be like... All right. 50 and method, man. Hey. The M-E-T-H-O-D, man. <laughs> Don't laugh at me. <laughs> I'm just mad you did the sound. Yeah. Listen. <laughs> I was about to say something real inappropriate. <laughs> Anywho. Anyway, I... I don't think we can talk about this, and I know we're trying to be upbeat, but like I really hate that this had to be centralized around Dr. Dre, just because again, wretched human being, wretched right. human being in yeah. every sense of the word, and also like an abuser. Yes, and I just I feel like yes, you are the person who like I guess produced or like put on a lot of these people and like thank right. you, but also I kind of just feel like. I'm not saying that producers don't deserve their flowers in the music industry, I do, but only so much of this is your artwork. Like, and so sometimes you just need to sit back and enjoy your folks doing your thing. I don't need you to be there. All right, well, I think that's gonna do it for our What's Trending segment. We are segment, segment. 
We're going to take a break and come right back. What is up, y'all? Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Black Girl Roundtable. We're going to get right back to it. But before we do, please make sure you are subscribed to the podcast wherever you are streaming so you never miss an update. And it helps us out to make more episodes just like this one. Let's get back into it. Right, we are back with something y'all need to hear. And you know, we're gonna go back, you know, as kids, you know, back in the day when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore. But some days I said I wish I was a kid again. We're talking about Disney movies. We're ranking our top five, and then we're gonna discuss what was nostalgia good and what movies were actually good let's watch a movie so i hit my toe to touch y'all just didn't see it <laughs> <laughs> all right y'all so uh let's start with dana oh god i have to go first anxiety just set in so quick okay i I can go i have i think i have five do they have to be in a particular order um no because that's kind of hard i always go back and forth with like two movies about what's like my number one Mm. so just your top five okay my top five all right so these two are in a particular order number one is mulan number two is princess and the frog Correct. Um, number three is the Proud Family movie. Oh my god, I love the Proud Family. <laughs> love that movie. We'll talk about I it. Mean, if when you said we, we are including Pixar movies, yes. Finding Nemo and my guilty pleasure Disney Channel movie is High School Musical. One, not the rest of them, just the first one. Oh, okay. That's good. Okay, I think I can go. All right. So I agree with Jelena's again. No particular order, but absolutely number one is Mulan. Always one hundred and ten across the board. The best film, Marvel Studios included, that Disney has ever. The best property that they own, Mulan, one hundred and ten percent. I don't think Princess and the Frog is necessarily number two. Be just because they did Tiana so dirty, but I just love the movie. And Anika Nani Rose, the fact that you took that and did what you did, mm-hmm. you did that, ma'am. My favorite, my one of my favorite dream girls. Listen, and the <laughs> songs, like, the songs bring tears to my eyes. They really do. Mm-hmm. And they're just so beautifully sung. So I just, they, you, you really saved that film because they did not give you a ton, but you Thank did that. Um, and Tiana is so special to us. And she looks like you, which I love. Um... Number three, this is from left field. Wendy Wu, Homecoming Warrior. Why did yeah. I know it was going to be something like that? Oh my God. I knew it was going to be something where it was like nobody else would. <laughs> I'm not going to 
gonna lie, I liked that movie when it came out, but I never watched it again. That's one of them ones that I could just go back to. Like, if I get on Disney Plus, I'm gonna watch Wendy Wu. Let me tell you something, Brenda. I really feel like they never did right by you, girl. Like, I know you was on Sweet Life, and I know you had that one film, but I feel like you needed a series. You needed to be a lead because Brenda Raven was that girl, but you were you was a close second. <laughs> Disney. He was very close. So shout out to Brenda Song, Wendy Wu, Homecoming Warrior, my shit. Loved that. Um, and then right after that would probably be, I guess mine is super nostalgic. The Cheetah Girls 2. Um okay. The Cheetah mm-hmm. Girls 2. Um, Cheetah Girls 1 has a better soundtrack, but I think I like Cheetah Girls 2 better as a movie. Um and then last is probably Toy Story. It's like a tie between Toy Story 2 and Toy Story 3. And I think I'm going to go Toy Story 2. I was about to say, this was a test of our friendship. <laughs> that you I'm didn't gonna know about Toy Story it. 2. So good. What a great, we're talking about like a great trilogy yes i I guess you call it there is a four but i'm gonna it it sure is isn't it i haven't seen it we just ignored that we said three was good that's enough that should have been it this sure is a toy story four we needed to get yeah and honorable mention to the incredibles oh yeah honorable mention the incredibles yeah originals now number two was good but number one takes the case is it is it okay let me think okay See, this is very hard for me because oh ain't it so tough? And I feel like it changes every day. So this is just how it I'm changes. Right okay, so I'm thinking about movies that I literally, if I sit down and was watch them. See, I can't add Encanto just yet because it's just so new. But it's, it's close. Good, but it is. It's, it's in my close. top ten. Mm-hmm. It's in my top ten. Agreed. But I feel like because it's so new, I can't be like, yes, this is my favorite top five disney but i just want to give honorable mention to encanto wow what a great what a great movie the top five disney songs we don't it's we don't talk about no 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 talk about a diss track best diss track of all time (laughs) we don't talk about bruno and the thing is he could he could hear all y'all shit when y'all were saying this definitely but it was Um, about so we had to stay quiet Mm -hmm. he probably was jamming to himself I mean, he was because when you saw Dolores, he did the whole little. It was like the little figure was moving. That was him. Um, which I didn't notice until I watched it the second time. I was like, "Oh, that's creepy." Yeah, it was so well done. It was so well done. Oh god. Okay, so the movie that I can watch anytime, any day, I will fight everybody. I know it's been done so many times. I don't care. Is the Lion King? I love the Lion King. Okay. I love the Lion King. Respectable choice. Yeah. I don't. I people the re. I don't. I. I don't acknowledge the live action. That is weird. Those are animals. Um. It was a choice. The album it was though. a choice. Off the strength and of the it, album we got, I just let it go. As a beat, as someone in the in the hive, I'm just like. You're right, it's over, Scar. I'm just like, you telling Beyonce. Like, I'm, she's, you know. So, I feel like somebody else could have done that. And she could have just been, like, but whatever. Lion King, first one. And then we have, the next three I have are, not in order, but just in, like, I love them. Mulan, which is my mom's favorite Disney movie of all time. 
Mulan, The Princess and the Frog, and Hercules. I can watch Hercules any day. I will go the I can go the distance. It's one of my favorite Disney songs. It's in my top five. I always forget about well, that song, but I do love yeah. that song. That's what I would put the list. That's a good yeah. everybody's list. Well, I have one more. Oh, do oh okay, what? Yeah, okay, we I don't know what's the what's the last oh. one. So might have to rescind my earlier statement, but I don't want to say shit because Wendy was on my list, but I don't care. No. When I think of what I watched, so it's between the Proud Family movie. We gonna have to talk about this, y'all. Or <laughs> the Lizzie McGuire movie. Ooh. Ooh, I forgot about Lizzie. The Lizzie McGuire movie was real good. I wouldn't be mad whichever mm-hmm. way you choose. I I have feelings. Dana, I already know why you don't like the Proud Family movie. So why don't you like I that movie? It's so good. I so understand. Finish Finish your list, and we will talk about it. That was. I think that. Was, so yeah. So the Lion King, uh, Mulan, Hercules, Princess and the Frog, and I'll add the, the Lizzie McGuire movie. Okay. Good choices. The Proud Family movie. The first like 30 to 40 minutes of that film, quality, quality. That fucking peanut man villain came out of no fucking. <laughs> That's what I said. I already know what and you I felt to like say. that shit was so unnecessary. Oh, because, yeah. Like, As a kid, we that had never fought a villain before like this in our lives. Like, the most dastardly villain that the Proud family ever had on the show was fucking Al Roker. And all of a sudden, we fucking fight in the, the damn peanut man and it was already weird with them fucking peanut children and his slave factory like that was already enough for me to be like what is this this is the finale of the show i've been watching for years but then they don't ripped off his face and been like just kidding he's this thing and they never explained <laughs> what he was and he was like, and, and mind you i think they also because what was, what was he like he had gotten burnt like, with his experiment. Yeah. So he that's like why he explosion. Like so was he a peanut or what did he just look like that? He just got messed up in the fire. He got messed up in the fire from one of his explosions. And mind you, he was a huge like um um oh god, inventor of the peanut, inventor of the peanut, George um Market, George Washington Carver. Yes. Yes. Who's a big George Washington Carver stand because he was like his like obsession was with peanuts, right? And so they went like through this like this thing, this history about George Washington Carver. Y- you know what I'm saying? So it was like it was it was black history and just a blackness. I love that movie. And then when they did the dance battle, uh, yes, uh, the, the dance battle. battle. The dance, the dance, you not there are some great, there are some great there are some great songs and some great moments in that movie. Y'all know why I am blowing up, up the spot. spot. Top oh, ten, Dis- top ten Disney Channel original <laughs> movie song. I'm not taking when that away Bobby from Brown you. And when he's saying the national anthem, probably <laughs> my fa- probably one of my favorite moments in cinema. I will I will not take it away from you. Oh. That movie, best <laughs> moment. Best. Thank So I understand that why people like this movie however i just feel like there were a lot of plots like if you were to if i had never seen the proud family movie and been like explain the plot to me you sound like a lunatic it's a teenage black girl and her friends 
want to grow up a little bit and be in a music video with a rapper but then she started dating him and her dad get mad but there's also this peanut man when they go on vacation to this island and that's when they find the peanut man but then he clones the family Mm-hmm. You sound crazy. And then they gotta fight the the family clones and bad like, dance battle the peanuts. And you have to dance battle, <laughs> but you also make friends with one of the peanuts. Yes. And he on your side. He dance like battle this. for you. Mm-hmm. I just feel like it was a turn that we never took in the series and I just don't think that this is how we should have went out. No, I understand, I understand. I'm more surprised you said something about the Proud Family more than me saying High School Musical. <laughs> um, I'm gonna let you, I said, I mean, I'm gonna let you ride because I said Wendy Wu. And it was just like, like, it's, you're not wrong, but like, really? No, High School Musical is definitely the nostalgic one just cause I loved all the songs back in the day. But like watching it back, that that movie's terrible. Like that acting is horrible. It's just when I go back and I see that like Zach Efron, you was not singing one note. Not in the first movie, no. Not he, no. Second one and third one, yes, but this but the first one that was um what was that child? He did everything for Disney. Um yes, Drew was it Drew Seeley? Yeah. Um, but you know, you you all see his face before. If you see him in public, give him a high five or a hug, whatever is COVID friendly. But um, and whatever he consents to, don't just be hugging that man in public. Um, but let's let's transition to okay, movies that are they nostalgic or were they good? And some of the movies, and it's good. <laughs> Yeah, I have to watch it. That is funny. All right. Well, we will take a short break and be back with our last segment. What is up, you guys? Thank you so much for listening to Black Girl Roundtable. We're going to get right back into the episode. But before we do, please make sure you are subscribed to the podcast and following us on social media at The Bougie Black Girls on TikTok and on Instagram. You can also check out TheBougieBlackGirls.com for articles, updates, and some info on some other soon-to-come produced projects by The Bougie Black Girls. Let's get back into the episode. Right, and we are back with our last segment, Ask the Black Girl Roundtable. As always, if you want any advice or want some answers to your uh, questions, you can ask us anonymously through our email, askbgr at thebougieblackgirls.com. So again, pulling from the wonderful world of Twitter. (laughs) Okay, I met my child's father in the ER. He had a broken arm and said he was a pro stuntman. He had money, but he shattered his hip during lockdown Lockdown, when no films were being made. He's not a stuntman. He jumps in front of cars for insurance. <laughs> <laughs> he won't stop. We gotta finish reading it. <laughs> <laughs> to me! <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha 
Is that not your profession? <laughs> no. Because I was trying to hold it in the whole time. Oh, God. Oh, gosh. Not that your profession. He okay. in front of cars for insurance money. He won't stop. Please help. <laughs> he scammed you and them. He said he doesn't go to college. That is his profession. That is his job. That is that is only funny because like I can imagine being like, yeah, girl, he a stump here, and then you like see him out <laughs> with the corner like, jumping in front of the back. <laughs> Oh my god! Because you say he broke his pelvis during lockdown, so she like you wasn't nothing was being made, like no films were being filmed. So how'd you break? It? <laughs> oh, that's not funny because she must be devastated. Oh god! But like that's her baby daddy. Yes. So between what time they met and what time did she figure this out that she said, you know what, I'm gonna procreate with this man? It had to be quick, or he just was that good. Oh my! Like maybe this was going God. on for years, and then the pandemic hit, and she was like, well, if all of the, you know, the film companies yeah. shut down, like how did you get injured? I'm gonna give her that benefit of the doubt. Like he was just that smooth and that good of a con man. But my thing is, okay, yes, but he don't got no pictures of him doing his like with the. With like you know how like people take a picture with like their stump, whatever their like double yeah yeah. Cause I know I weirdly enough when I was in Atlanta I saw the Rock stunt double when they were doing Fast and Furious. <laughs> <So> like, <laughs> a girl so like, and like and he got pictures being like oh I am the Rock stunt double and I was like yeah I can make that makes sense like I feel like he probably makes a lot of money because the Rock makes a lot of money yes. so he probably always uses him and he looks. Very much like The Rock. So, I did meet Chris Evans' stunt double one time on a plane. Um, I think it was in Miami. That so that's funny. not something you can like lie about, and like you have to have receipts for that because people usually take pictures with, with their, their right stunt doubles. And he did have a photo, and he had like a like a crew jacket, like a um, a Captain America Civil War yeah. cast and crew jacket. And I was like, "Oh, you were in the movie?" He was like, "Yeah, I'm Chris Evans' stunt double." I was like, "Oh my god, you do kind of look like Chris Evans." Uh, girl, like, I don't know. Maybe he, you know, people can come with any line. If you really not thinking into it, you just be like, all right. That love was the funniest thing I have heard in months. Where do y'all like, had- be at to be meeting these people who just be scamming? And well, shout out to him hospital. for he the creativity the of the lie. Own. Because if I'm, who is going to lie about being a stunt double? <laughs> like, and I. You know, girl, we be really be coming for people who be falling into these schemes a lot on this show. But I'm gonna give you this one because I I might have bought that for a little bit, I, not enough to maybe have babies, but he could have got me for a couple of months. Because like that's something like I wouldn't even. That's not like a profession that I'm gonna be like, oh, you just go lie about because who's who's a stunt man? Like I'm a stunt devil. <laughs> like it's so out there that I just would be like, all right, I'm gonna take your word for it. Surprisingly, I don't know. He jumps in front of cars for insurance money. A fucking yo. Because I have, I have more questions for him than I have for you. Right. Like, how did you get into this line of business? To not get a job. 
like Walmart is that bad that you would rather crack your pelvis? Like, bro. That's anything like truck driving is just that bad. So we're like, nope, I'm going to break my body. But you might as well just train to be a stunt stunt double that you have to have to jump in front of a car. Because a car has to be moving fast enough for you to break something too. Yes, he shattered his pelvis. has the hospital like not called the police or you or like psych eval you because if you come in here multiple times with multiple broken bones i'm gonna be looking at you times before that doesn't work because you're going to get hit the first time and they'll give it to you then you gotta wait like four or five years and get hit the second time and then like you still gonna get looked at sketch but somebody be like damn this nigga really unlucky Exactly. Yeah, but like, yeah, like, how often are you getting hit? But the third time, it's a rat. It's a you're done. I'm like, this like, is you're star, done. Mr. Smith, this is the sixth time I've seen you in my courtroom <laughs> for you getting ran <laughs> over. Like, I what's good? You need to stay. I'm about to put you on house arrest for insurance money. What the hell? <laughs> and but then no, she gets to talk about some help. Bitch, what do you want us to do? <laughs> right. And what do you expect us to do? Help, because yeah. now he got he has to do that to feed two mouths. Girl, and so he gonna start throwing his children in front of the school bus. Like you need right. to get out. Yeah, you just had to procreate with this man. I'm so sorry, mm. sister. I am so sorry. I don't know what to All tell right, you. Lord, Lord, advice. Um, ooh, get your kids a helmet. Maybe move to like a walkable community where it's not a lot of traffic. <laughs> <laughs> Lord, I, I don't even know what to tell you. Just go, just leave. Ride bicycles, some God. Get really, really good health insurance, like the best health insurance money can buy. Because mm-hmm, then they're gonna bust her out for fraud too. Look, right. you a and good I'm like her kid, defense oh, yeah. You need to need it. Make sure none of your assets are tied up. Don't ever get married mm-hmm. to this man. Make sure everything legal is separated on paper. And I would probably start trying to figure out ways to. A, you know, separate yourself from him, but B, and I don't wish death on nobody, but you need you may need to prepare to talk to your child about why their daddy is no longer with us. Cause he it's a matter of time. And, and also never let him take the kids nowhere. Right. And make sure jumping in front of stuff. Get your child support in cash. That was the funniest sentence that anybody has ever written on the internet. Jeez. Jumps in front of cars for insurance money, and I thought he was a stunt double. Like what? Ooh, y'all are funny. That's almost as bad as the Tinder swindler. I don't know if y'all seen that. Yet. Oh my gosh! I, need- I, think I would actually take that versus the Tinder swindler because, like, he was getting yeah, a child came out of it, but like. I'm not horribly, at least I would hope you're not horribly in debt off of that man, but I am not horribly in debt off of that man. But again, I will say this, I you, you can say, oh, that would never be me. I'm sorry. And I don't like when people do that for like situations, but I, that would never be well, me. Tinder swindler? Absolutely not. Yes. One, because I personally just don't feel like at this point in my life or any point, I think my stomach will be physically ill if I take out that much money just as a loan for somebody that I'm just dating. I have seen That's every awesome. single episode of Catfish. If I ever got catfished like that, like I lock me up. Because what? It's 2022. If this if you are let you are actively letting this shit happen to you. Yes. And then also also you the king of diamonds. Right. 
You don't got you no kind of offset. You want to ask me working at the fucking um fucking Sears or you know wherever? Right. <laughs> I work at Kmart and you asking me for my bitch. I'm an assistant manager at Target. You asking me? Right. I gotta get up and go to work in the morning. You the king right. of diamonds. But that's the thing that I don't be getting. That people be like, oh, I like him so much. You gave him your last. Yeah, like you're, you're last. last. Like it's one thing if you was like, oh yeah, I don't know why you have it, but I got twenty thousand dollars lying around. Here you go. Even then, because even like that show, if you watch that show, Inventing Anna, very much the similar premise to where like y'all gave that girl way too much authority over your finances. And did. you don't want that. and did. And it's also why y'all so trusted. Why are you so trusting? Someone said black folks are not this trusting. One, no. we cannot take out that much loans. Two, but like, like that's why I'm not giving my anybody my life, life savings. Someone in my no. family could ask me, like, "Can I borrow ten? Why? For what? I need to come with you. I'm not gonna just send it. No. Yeah, I just always feel like it's so weird. Like, it's just again, I would never get swindled that way. But stunt girl, you, I'm, I'm so sorry, girl, because. Again, I don't know if I would have had a baby, but he might have got me for a little bit. That's what I'll, 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 that's what I'm keeping the faith that she just was real adamant. It was a couple years before she found out. She right. had the baby, I'm... and then she found out. And maybe he was running the scam. Like, you know, maybe he was really selling it. So He, he, he had to be. She seemed... He Stop. might have had pictures of him with somebody else, and it looked like he was their stun double. Right. And, like, he lied. Girl, you know? protect your assets. Prayers up. Mm-hmm. Don't marry. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that was funny. If nothing else, I certainly got a chuckle out of that. I told you, I had to keep it light today. That was to funny. Keep it light. All right. Well, on that jovial note, whoo. <laughs> That is going to wrap us up for this episode of Black Girl Roundtable. As always, thank you guys so much for listening. Please make sure you leave us a rating and um, subscribe to the podcast wherever you are listening. It really, really helps us out and share this episode with anyone who you think might enjoy. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Girls on TikTok and... I'm sorry. Please... Oh, Lord. Please be sure to follow... I haven't fumbled in a while, Lord. Please be sure to follow us on social media at the Bougie Black Girls on TikTok and Instagram. And check out thebougieblackgirls.com for updates on all the things that are to come soon. We will see you guys next time. Bye. See ya. I don't know what's